welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, a daily podcast where we read a page of the Wise Man's Sphere and then we talk about it. This is page 407. In this day and age, the lead needs to be drawn out of you. I thought about telling him the truth, that he would likely never be rid of all of it, but decided to keep that bit of information to myself. Can you do it? I thought for a long moment. I am probably your best option, Your Grace. We are a long way from the university. I wager not one in ten physicians here have any respectable training, and I don't know who among them might know Codicus. I thought for a moment longer, then shook my head. I can think of fifty people better suited to the job, but they are a thousand miles away. I appreciate your honesty. Most of what I need I can find down in Severin Low. However, I trailed off, hoping the mayor would understand my meaning and save me the embarrassment of asking for money. He stared at me blankly. However, I will need money, your grace. The things you will need are not easy to come by. Oh, of course. He produced a purse and passed it to me. I was a little surprised to find the mayor had at least one well-stocked purse within easy arm's reach of his bed. Unbidden, I remembered my tirade to a tailor in Tarbin years ago. What had I said to him? A gentleman is never far from his purse? I fought down an inappropriate fit of laughter. Stapes returned shortly after that. In a surprising display of resourcefulness, he produced a dozen sipquicks in a wheeled cage the size of a wardrobe. My word, Stapes, the mayor exclaimed as his manservant rolled the fine mesh cage through the doorway. You've outdone yourself. Where would it suit you best, sir? Just leave it there for now. I'll have Croth move it for me. Stapes looked a trifle wounded. It's no trouble. I know you'd be glad to do it, Stapes, but I was hoping you would fetch me a fresh pitcher of apple draw instead. I think it might settle my stomach. Certainly. He hurried out again, closing the door behind him. As soon as the door was closed, I moved to the cage. The little gem-like birds darted from perch to perch with a blurring speed. Pretty things, I heard the mayor muse. I was fascinated with them as a child. I remember thinking how wonderful it must be to eat nothing but sugar all day. There were three feeders wired to the outside of the cage, glass tubes filled with sugar water. Two of them had spouts shaped like tiny salis blooms, while the third was a stylized iris, the perfect pet for nobility. Who else could afford to feed their pet sugar every day? That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. I think Stapes is looking a little wounded because he's worried about this handsome young stranger who is spending a lot of time alone with the mayor. Yes, I yes. agree. However, there are multiple reasons why someone in Stapes' position might be wounded by that that are technically not romantic. That's very true. True. It might be a, the favorite situation, but I think that, I mean, I don't want to relitigate this on this page, but I do think that the mayor's refusal to get married uh, and even look at a woman in any meaningful way is sort of a, a flag. But we can move on. Yeah, like, let me put it this way. I see why you think the thing you think. I am just not going to be convinced until they smooch. <laughs> Let there be smooches. Let there be smooches, folks. Well, it's all, frankly, it's also because it's much needed representation. We have uh, some oblique references to a bi couple, but there's no explicitly homosexual relationships in this series so far. And while this is far from explicit... I think that it is sort of a nice thing to think of this man in a position of great power being, if not openly gay, then at least like unmolested in his bachelorhood. Um, Hold on a minute. Stanchion and and Jayok are way more explicit than this is. They're not okay. Yeah, but they're bi. They're bi. Oh, I see. So what? (laughs) Like, what what do you want about? 
Like you think there has, are, are you saying like you want one of every kind of queer in the book? I mean, I'd like more than one, but you know, having any is nice. Yeah. Okay. It are, is it clear that both Dayok and Stanchion are bi? No, I don't suppose it is actually. Because I, I think it's only clear that one of them is bi. I can't remember which one, but yeah. I think it's only clear that one of them is bi. Anyway, moving on to something that's kind of bothering me on this page, but I don't know if we're going to be able to solve here. So he references seeing the tailor in Tarbeen, which happened a book ago. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, what had I said to him? A gentleman is never far from his purse. Did he say that to him? Yes. That doesn't make sense. Quoth said it. He was doing a bit where he was sort of playing Ambrose and he was naked, you'll recall. And as he was doing this bit... Yeah, but that was his joke. He He was saying, my dad always told me a gentleman is never far from his purse, making a funny reference to testicles. It's like a double entendre that his character that he was playing is not supposed to understand that he's making. Oh. Oh, I super didn't get that. Because that wouldn't make any sense in the situation, because obviously he was far from his purse. He didn't have any. Not if your purse is where you keep your balls. Yes, and this seems to me like a convenient way to wave away the fact that the mayor can just hand him some cash, because I think otherwise Stapes would would do it, but Stapes needs to be out of the room for this exchange. So Rothfuss has to kind of figure out an excuse for why the mayor can just pull out a bunch of money. And so... You know, maybe he thought back to the thing he wrote as a joke, which was the gentleman is never far from his purse and said, well, you know, we might as well make that true. But I don't actually think that's what's happening here. I think what this is meant to illustrate to us is that the mayor is so fantastically wealthy that he doesn't think about money. Like he doesn't understand what what Quoth is getting at. Quoth has to spell it out for him. I need you to give me money so that I can exchange it for goods and services. And then the mayor goes, oh, right. And he just like pulls out a bag of coins because money means nothing to him. He screws McDuck. Like he probably just has like sacks of coins lying around the house. I can also see you keeping that sort of thing if you were rich, like in a night side table, just because it's convenient. Yeah, like when I take my wallet out of my pants pocket, it goes on my nightstand or my dresser until it goes back in my pocket. Yeah, but you don't keep wads of cash next to your sick bed. I mean, also, why would he need to carry a wallet around? Well, the, my point is that he doesn't. Like, he, he, because again, you're right that normally his servants are spending his money for him, so he doesn't think about it. But I also think that most people, myself included, keep some amount of cash on hand. And it's pretty common, again, for most people who keep cash to stash bits and pieces of it around the house here and there. So his pocket change. I don't keep cash. I have no cash in my entire house. Yes, famously. You hate cash, though. You famously hate cash. For some reason. Like, your wallet doesn't even have a pocket for coins. the rest of us who actually like cash. Yeah, why would you ever want to handle cash? The rest of us want to be able to make it rain. If you want to make it rain or tuck it into a twink's butt cheeks, then yes, you would need to carry some cash. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, it has to be said that a coin is probably easier to tuck into a twink's butt cheeks than a bill. Just saying. This is a bit I am not familiar <laughs> with. 
Jordana, I will explain to you what a twink is. No, no, I know what a twink is, and I understand butt cheeks. I just don't understand why you would go up to someone, anyone, and put money between their butt cheeks. Are you familiar with the concept of a strip club, Jordana? Are we really going to do this on air? (laughs) Why would only twinks be in strip clubs? I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I'm sure there's a wide variety of male strippers, uh, but, you know, many of them are twinks. And sometimes you want to give them a say. Only the smoothest butts will accept a coin. Mm -hmm. Have I guess I need to go check out a male strip club now, just to test this theory as to whether or not many of them are twinks. We will all go together. We're going to need some singles in order to attend this strip club, and the best way to get singles is from our listeners. Listeners, if you want to finance Jordana's trip to the Twink Strip Club, you can do that. (laughs) By supporting us on Patreon for uh, at least a dollar, you can get access to all of our backlog of excellent exclusive episodes. And now we have a brand new Ko-Fi shop. Ooh. Cheering. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to explain the Ko-Fi shop, Jordana? Oh, sure. Uh, You can uh, visit the shop at Ko- I should spell this. ko-fi.com slash, I should know this, Page of the Wind. Page of the Wind. <laughs> there's, a, there's a shop button that you can click. And there there are some products that you can purchase and I will mail them to you. Ta-da! And you can also, at Ko-Fi, just give us money as just if it is going to our nude butt cheeks. Yes. Mm-hmm. You needn't even expect anything in return. Yes, please buy us a fountain on Ko-Fi. We will shake yes. our little butts for you. Uh, that you can. I will not. Did Did you guys see Twerk Hero today? Lil Nas did, X yes. put out a Twerk Hero so that I you can did. twerk along to Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm good enough at dancing to know how to twerk. Well, this is this is like Dance Dance Revolution, but for your butt. It's 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 perfect. That easy. sounds even harder. Dance Dance Revolution was hard enough when it was with your feet. <laughs> Listeners, you can play Dance Dance Revolution with our butts and your feet on tomorrow's page. Uh... <laughs> the wind.